to Activity Quest, the podcast packed with things to do. My name is Bex, and in this episode, well, you may well remember Easter was last week, Friday, Sunday, and Monday, and we're giving you a little treat. We're making our very own Easter nests. We're also giving you more crafts with Anna Louise in our craft corner, and perhaps the biggest news... Everything is opening back up next week, so we've got a full guide of stuff that you'll be able to do. Okay, every episode of Activity Quest starts with something that you can do. And since we're recording this just before Easter, and because it comes out on Easter Monday, we thought it was the perfect excuse to get in the kitchen and craft a treat. Easter only reminds me of one thing. That's cornflake cakes, my favourite. I love getting into the kitchen and getting proper messy. And Easter is all about eating the best food, right? We're making some delicious cornflake cakes today. It's basically loads of chocolate and cornflakes, plus the very best chocolate, some mini eggs. They're great as a treat. Remember, you need to eat fruit and veggies also, you know, the important things. And you also need the help of a grown-up when making them. But if you'd like some fun, cornflake cakes are the place to go. So they're really easy to make. All you'll need is an equal amount of chocolate and cornflakes. I'm going 100 grams chocolate and 100 grams cornflakes. 50 grams of unsorted butter. Make sure it's unsorted. You don't want sorted. It doesn't taste as nice. Three tablespoons of golden or maple syrup. And mini eggs for decoration. As many as you want this Easter. So I'm in the kitchen and the very first step is to get out a mixing bowl and melt some chocolate. The smell in the kitchen when you are melting this chocolate as well is so, so good. I'm using 100 grams of chocolate for this. It can be any chocolate. Pick your favourite, milk, dark or a mix of both. It can be whatever you want. Now remember, when you're in the kitchen and you're dealing with pots and pans and things like that, remember to always get an adult to help. What you need to do is get a saucepan of water, get that boiling and then you just rest the bowl in the top of the saucer. You then add the chocolate into the bowl and make sure you keep stirring it until it's melted. But you must keep stirring it, otherwise the chocolate can sit at the bottom of the bowl and it can start to burn and then it tastes really icky. So make sure you keep stirring that lovely chocolate. If you're thinking, Connor, I could microwave it, well, don't do that. You could burn it as well. So doing it this way means it'll always taste good and be super, super creamy. Okay, so now the chocolate's all melted and nice and smooth. This is where I add my butter. In that goes and then stir, keep stirring, mixing that all together. There we go. Mixing, mixing, mixing. I'm going to sing mixing while you mix. Keep mixing. There we go. Do be careful now, though, because we're going to take it off the heat and that bowl is going to be super hot. So do grab an adult right now, maybe get some oven gloves, something to help and make sure you take that bowl off. But be super, super careful because it will be really hot. And now for the best bit, we're adding in the cornflakes and making sure that's all coated. So make sure you move all the cornflakes around with that nice, smooth chocolate. Oh, I feel hungry. Add our syrup as well. I'm using maple syrup, but you could use golden syrup or fruit syrup, whatever your fave is. I go for three tablespoons. That's nine teaspoons if you don't have a big tablespoon. And then mix, mix away again. And now the messy bit, the best bit, the bit where it all comes together. Make sure the chocolate is cool before touching it and then scoop it into cupcake cases. You know the little cupcake cases you can buy from any supermarket? They are what you need. This recipe makes 12 cornflake cakes. I mean, I could probably eat 12 in a whole day, but that's for another time. Once you've scooped them into the cases, like I'm doing right now, then you put them in the fridge. Wait, though, we are missing the best bit. 
we need to add those mini eggs. That's right, go grab your mini eggs and just position them on top of your little cupcake, cornflake, cakes, whatever you want to call them. One or two, or maybe three if you want to be a little bit cheeky. Push them in slightly as well so that they're all nice and secure, and then bang them in the fridge. So leave them to cool and set in the fridge, and then you're done. A quick treat for when you're peckish. And I'm peckish quite a lot when I know cornflake cakes are in the fridge. Just remember not to eat too many of them. Spread them out over Easter. goodness i want one of those if you make them please send me a photo in fact whatever you get up to whether it's at home or out and about we want to know all about it uh, you can leave us a five star review nothing less please wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activity quest we'll read out what you send in next week's show all right now On April the 12th, rules on what we can and can't do will change. It means a lot of things will open back up again, and although we'll still have to wear masks and stay socially distanced, we will get to go out and have fun at lots of locations across the country. So, here's a bumper list of things that you can do. If you need to swat up on some science, the Science Museum in London is reopening soon. For the past few months, it's been a vaccination centre, meaning loads of people have had their Covid jab surrounded by planets and other cool space stuff. Entry is free, but pre-booking is required. Sciencemuseum.org.uk to do that. The Warehouse in Gloucester is a climbing centre. If it sounds familiar, it's because I've visited in an earlier episode. With big climbing walls, bouldering and more, there's loads to keep you entertained. You can even do courses where you become a climbing pro. The-warehouse.co.uk to book and find out more. Online, Greenwich Theatre is throwing something called the Sir Willoughby Challenge. It's a brand new theatrical scavenger hunt where you can join the cast of the Wolves of Willoughby Chase in a unique online adventure. Tickets are £15 per household and it takes place via Zoom, funkidslive.com for more. You can also explore the Charles Dickens Museum from the comfort of your own home and investigate the famous author's work as you travel around the rooms in his house with your very own guide sessions take place at different times for different age groups tickets are six pounds per household the museum itself is reopening in may dickensmuseum.com calling all slime fans ultimate we love slime magazine is out at all good supermarkets now inside you can learn how to make gooey gummy bear slime get set for a movie night with popping popcorn slime plus get three amazing slimes it's in shops now And finally, if you need to let off some steam, Legoland Windsor is reopening next week. It's the theme park that's entirely Lego-themed. In May, Lego Mythica, the UK's first flying theatre ride, opens too. Legoland.co.uk Remember, the rules on what we can and can't do change on April the 12th. But you should still check before you travel, book in advance, and always follow the guidance wherever you are. In every episode of Activity Quest, we give you loads of things that you can do no matter where you are in the country. So if you can't do what we're recommending right now, add it to a list, keep it safe and just try it another time. And if you do do something we recommend, remember to tell them that Activity Quest sent you. Now, it might have just been Easter, but I think Anna Louise is planning ahead to another holiday. Anna Louise, 
Are you making cornflake cakes too? Connor, those cornflake cakes sound delicious. My stomach is actually rumbling right now. But look, Easter's been and gone. We don't want to paint Easter eggs or Easter wreaths, none of that. Scrap that. No, today we're making paper bag monster puppets. Now, I know it sounds mad and maybe a little bit spooky as well, but that's what we're all about. That's what makes this great. To make these paper bag monster puppets, you're going to need... A paper bag, some paint, some coloured cards, markers and glue. You're also going to need scissors and a hole punch. But remember, you should always get the help of a grown-up when doing crafts and when using sharp things like scissors. Now, I love it when a craft is open-ended. That means you can do whatever you want. You can go wild, you can be creative, you can be experimental, you can be free. And today we are creating our own unique monster Yeah, that's right. A mythical, magical monster. Now, step one, are you ready? You want to paint the front and the bottom of your paper bag with the colour of your choice. So maybe pick your favourite colour and let it dry completely. Quick tip, after painting the bag, I like to open up the bag for it to dry so that any paint under the bottom flap of the bag doesn't make the bag stick together because that will ruin the whole process so maybe if you've got a plastic bottle lying around that you don't use anymore you could stick that under the bag and prop it up so that it dries quicker once it is dry use your coloured card your paper your scissors your circle punches and your markers to design a unique monster one that has never been seen before so if you need a few ideas think big popping eyeballs think sharp teeth fun patterns colors pointy ears or maybe horns instead of ears i've even added a silly tongue a curly whirly tongue to mine and some long bright purple eyelashes on my monster with its big beady eyes to make it stand out i've even used some of the fleece that we sheared from our sheep and I've stuck it on its stomach so that it looks like it's got a fuzzy tummy. Yeah, (laughs) very unique and original. You could do the same, but if you haven't got some fleece, maybe you could use some wool. If you've got some wool lying around or straw or hay, maybe you could stick that in its hair to make it look like it's uh, run through the bush backwards, maybe. You could use bits of material or textiles. It's really easy. Nothing is off limits. You've just got to use your imagination. The extra fun part comes after you're finished making your monsters, okay? When it's all done, you can put on a puppet show. Shove your hand in the bag, move them around, make them talk, make them sing and dance. You could put on your own monster musical. Why not? There you have it. A quick craft you can do this week. Try it out and let us know how you get on. sure how I feel about spooky things in April but I might give it a try anyway uh, thank you very much Anna Louise and that's all we've got time for this week remember whatever you do and however you do it tell us at funkidslive.com slash activity quest and remember do rate review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it I'm Bex this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station Fun Kids listen to me on DAB Digital Radio online on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker just say play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm see you soon
So that was a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. Nature makes the things we love. That's why Walmart and the Walmart Foundation are committed to help protect, manage, or restore at least 50 million acres of land and 1 million square miles of ocean by 2030. 